0: hallelujah god is good amen, amen. yes he is we have uh this is a fine memorial day we we do want to honor our veterans if you are a veteran uh, or active in the service i'm asking you to stand up so we can give you a round of applause <laughs> come on Dan! <laughs> god is good Yes, men and women, Jason was talking about, these men and women uh, served and and many of them lost their lives fighting for the freedoms that we enjoy right now. And we, in this country at least, at times we take uh, that all for granted. But we honor them here, just like we honor the police department, we pray for the fire department and the police department, we pray for our leaders, we pray for our government leaders. We pray for our president, vice president, and all involved. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Yes, it's important because there are people who, who want to take those freedoms away in this country. And they're gaining ground. And this is an important thing for us. we got to stand up and vote biblical principles as we make our voices known. There are other ways. But we're not into violence, folks, even though we are bringing violence to the kingdom of heaven so that we can bring it to this earth. Amen. We're fighting against not flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers. That's right. And how you do that is you pray. And that's why I want you to come on Wednesday to pray. Uh, We are fighting a spiritual battle. And I want to give you a quote uh, from General Douglas MacArthur. Does anybody know who he is? He's a five-star general. Uh, was a phenomenal soldier. Uh, he led the Pacific uh, War. He is. Uh, he passed away in 1964. But this is in 1964, guys. 1964 in. If you look up some of the quotes from him, he blasts the media also for producing fear. Well, they have just ramped that up. Don't you know that? But this is what General Douglas MacArthur said. I am concerned for the safety of our great nation. Not so much because of any threat from without, but because of the insidious forces working from within. He said that in the early 60s or the late 50s. It's uh, the truth. You know, the fight isn't over. We're enjoying freedoms, but we know the prince of the power of the air, the little g God of this world. Satan, the devil, the deceiver, that old serpent of old is him. He is trying to rule this world. He's trying to build his kingdom because he's mimicking God in everything he does. And when men and women yield to him, listen, there's a real power. Do you remember when Satan took Jesus to the temple and his fasting? There's power in the dark side. Listen, I know that. Until I met the real power. <laughs> but these people are trying to change. If you look at the book of Amos, you'll find out that they're trying to eliminate the name of Jesus and the history of what he's done. When men and women yield to him, there is a, they obtain this power, this dark power, And when there's enough of those people going, they're going to just make some moves. And listen, (laughs) look at this. They're declaring what's wrong is right. And what's right is wrong. You see that right in front of our faces. (laughs) And listen, overall, our justice system here in the United States is corrupt. It's corrupt. Violence. Defund the police. That's what they're yelling and screaming. Defund the police. Get rid of law and order. (laughs) It is corrupt. But there's men and women that died and fought for our freedom. And that fight does continue with you and I. So we honor those men and women. But the seriousness of the situation is 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 really right in front of our eyes. And it's the time right now that if you read... Let's t- turn to the second Psalm. Psalm chapter 2. Let me know when you're there. These people are thinking... With and living with morality, a sense of righteousness, a sense of holiness, they think that it's limiting the human potential. This is what God is saying. Why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devise a vain thing? The, yes, <laughs> amen. <laughs> The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take their counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us tear their fetters apart and cast their cords from us. They think that following God is a fetter, is a shackle. But we sang a song that's through Jesus Christ, all those shackles come undone. But when men and women, they call them the elite. It's all over the world. When they get together, they've had plans from years ago. You saw General MacArthur says, if you look at those things, he's blasting these people. He's telling it like it is. And that was in the 50s. He blasts the media. And amen. He, he He's saying through these things, people are getting brainwashed. Jason talked about being brainwashed. China is doing that to anybody who opposes them. They go send them to re-indoctrination camps. Re-education, they call it. Simple thing for torture. You know, Jesus said the whole world will hate us because of his name. And what I really want to do is prepare you guys for what's ahead. I, I do. The media pushes fear, and after that fear, what comes? Hatred then. The media is pitting race against race. It's crazy. You can't really find the truth in the media. This book is true. Amen. Amen. Abortion. Funded by our government. They sent billions overseas to other countries so that they can continue to kill babies too. You find in the Bible about a, god, a false god named Moloch. He requires children's sacrifices. So why do you think they're doing this? These people aren't ignorant about these things. They aren't. They know what they're doing. That's exactly right. And that's happening all over the world, folks. And our government is supporting that. Our America, I think our biggest export is porn. Billions of dollars they make. Billions of dollars. I just want to say that if you're watching porn right now, you can break free of that. It is addicting. But I want, you to tell, I want to tell you that Jesus says, if you look at a woman to lust after, you've committed adultery. So if you do have that problem, you can meet with me in private. And every shackle will come undone because of Jesus Christ. Hello. Human sex trafficking. The people that dealt with our president's son are known human traffickers. They, it, it, I'm telling you, this. you've got to look at what's happening right in front of us. Cussing is now a common language. It's starting to even politicians are starting to cuss. Sad. It's sad. Children now allowed to have a sex change operation without a parental consent. Jesus, Jesus said, when he comes back, it'll be like the days of Noah. And he warned us about early birth pains before he returns. Uh, We're living in it right now. Right now. And then he says there's going to come a time with great difficulty and trouble. So what we want to do is to prepare you for it. Yeah. Uh, Two years ago, the Lord, oh God, he, he was saying, prepare my people. And what we do here is to build you, build you. You know, a lot of times you might come and think that, man, that's a tough message. And he always oh, seems to be correcting me. And you know what? I'm actually encouraging you and rooting you on. That's what Pastor Mamie, Pastor Ben, and the entire core team of this church wants you to be able to, To stand during troubled times. Do you know we want you to be rewarded when you stand before Christ? That's what we want. We want you to just get heaped blessing upon heap blessing upon heap blessing. Phew! Who doesn't want that? (laughs) Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) But we take a look at Psalm 2 again. This go, we'll finish it. It says, here's, here's God's response to the human trying to take over. And even Satan's trying to raise himself above God. Because you can read that in the Bible. That's why he was thrown down to earth. He who sits in the heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he will speak with them in his anger. And terrifying them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I've installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. The devil is trying to do what God will do. He's trying to take this world and cause the world to worship him. There's a time that's going to come that you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast. That day is coming. You're right, Shannon, for sure. This is why it's so important to gather together to be able to be brothers and sisters and strengthen one another as we as we meet. Uh, that's why we have Friday fires to come and hang out, hang out. You know, and obviously the conversation is going to go around the Lord. But the point is is that. You know, you can come up to somebody, you know what, I'm struggling, man. I need you to pray for me. But if you don't open yourself up enough to say, I need prayer, nobody knows. We pray for this church Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But what we need to do is grow in our understanding. I preached a couple weeks ago about, what maybe it was last week, accurate understanding Of the knowledge of him. And it brings a treasure to you. A treasure. I'm into treasure. (laughs) But we want you to have treasure. Amen? Let's go on. I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. This is the father speaking to Jesus. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Death is defeated. And the father says, ask of me and I'll surely give you the nations for as an inheritance. And the very ends of the earth as your possession. And this is what's coming. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. Now he comes back to the elite, the rulers of the world. He's saying this. Now, therefore, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the Son that he not become angry. And you perish in the way. For his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are they who take refuge in him. How blessed are they who take refuge in him. This is why we need to cling to him. And be sure that the kingdom of heaven, Jesus' kingdom, is coming on this earth. Without a doubt, it's right. Come on, Denise, you can preach. (laughs) And God the Father will dwell among his, are his people. You could be walking down the street and then God comes up to talk to you. Seriously, this is where we're going. We're going to the most blessed place that you can't even imagine how good it is. You need to stretch your imagination for good. <laughs> you know, the animals probably will talk to you. Ooh. Yeah, uh, you know, come on. There's a little taste of it. There's a little taste of it, glory to God. Even better. The Bible says beyond all you can ask or think. Beyond all we can ask or think. This is how good our God is. But I want to let you know, we just come a wind of testing. Why? Because he wants to refine us. He wants to prepare us for heaven. We don't want to be out of place, do we? We want to come in and say, yeah, just like I thought. (laughs) Even better! (laughs) This This is real. This is real. The kingdom of God is coming here. Getting set up. And there's a thing that we must do, too. Because in our faithfulness, in our obedience, obedience to God, these are rewards. 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 I'm not doing anything with those notes. <laughs> he writes them down. He has a book of remembrance. Remember Daniel, in Daniel, the book of Daniel? He says, the Almighty came and sat down. And books were opened. Not one book. Books were opened. The most important book is the Lamb's Book of Life. The Lamb's Book of Life. And you only get your name written in there when you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Your sins be forgiven. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? I don't want that hanging on my head. The Bible declares the decrees that were against us. The accuser of the brethren. He'll let God know everything we do wrong. He'll want to have us destroyed. But the decrees that were against us in the book of Colossians, it says it was nailed to the cross. We're ransomed. You know what that means? It means we're bought back. We're bought back. Oh, man. And the price was the blood of the Son of God. You know, the disciples thought the kingdom of God was coming when he rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. And so he told them this. He said uh, they asked him, Tell us when what will be the sign of your coming? What will be the end of the age? That's a great question. Tell you the truth, I'm glad the kingdom of God didn't come right then because we would be We wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your mercy, Lord. <laughs> he told him in the return you're going to see social order of things increasingly difficult to live in. Much like what we're seeing today. Wait till it ramps up. Going to have increased wars, earthquakes, pestilences, lawlessness, deception, lies, hatred, scoffers at the things of God, coldness toward him. Jesus didn't say be a doom-day prepper. Get in your bunker, have your dried food for probably six months and make sure you have water. He was, he, listen, he he wanted to make sure that we looked at the right thing. And that was heart preparation for him. Because he said, don't let your hearts be troubled. Watch the news, and if you don't have a strong faith, you could get troubled. Read the headlines. Mm-hmm. Don't let your heart be troubled. That means that you are responsible for it. Hmm. Interesting. He says, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. Okay. Trials, tribulation, trouble. But he also said... Be a good cheer. I've overcome the world. That victory is your victory. If you're in Christ, you can stand victorious. But what we need to do is prepare our hearts for the kingdom of God. Through the difficulties that we have. It's important that we do that. He said, watch and pray. Pretty amazing advice for a world that's turning crazy. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. So, we want to invite you to prayer. You know the book of remembrance? I'll bet he writes down the names of people that come to this prayer meeting. (laughs) Thank you, Denise. You know why? Because he says if you give a cup of cold water to a little one, you won't lose your reward. Well, I think a prayer meeting is a little bigger than a cup of water. And that's, well, this Tuesday we're not having prayer here. But you need to be praying all day. You need to be talking to Jesus all day long. Hey, help me, Lord. I don't don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Help me, Jesus, with this. Oh, man, that worked out great. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. See how easy it is? You're building a relationship with him, and that's it. That's how you prepare your hearts for him. It's really important. He, if you're a Christian, he lives in you. How close is that? (laughs) That's pretty close. (laughs) So we have to stay. We have to abide in him. Abide in him. He tells us to have his word abiding in us. And we also find out the word isn't just words on a paper we find out that Jesus himself is the word. So we, you know, but here's the warning. You could, you could know this book and you could quote it, but you could still have no relationship with Jesus. Again, it's heart preparation. You've got to invite him in everything you do. Staying close to him, abiding with him. You know, I went into a store here a while back and, the guy goes, geez, you're really happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like it's weird. I said, you know what I said? I said, my sins are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> <said> it, yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't that open a door? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yes, it does. <laughs> now, we go in long face and just, okay get out of here, I'm in here, no, come I get my stuff, I'm done. And it's like, uh, everybody you lock eyes with is an eternal being. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Right. That's cool. That's just simply a relationship with him. It's not because I'm a pastor. Can I hear an amen? amen? Watch and pray. He also said watch and pray so that you're not deceived. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Let's pray right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Just quick prayer. doesn't have to be long. I mean, you just open your heart up to Jesus. Uh, Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. This is a delight. Thank you for your very presence. I'm asking you to open the eyes of our understanding that we can see, that we can know the truth. I ask you to bless these people, Lord. Teach us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We don't need religious talk. We don't need the these and thous. We don't need to pretend we're holy. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow. It's a relationship. Invite him into everything. Everything. You know why? Because the most important day of your life is coming. That's an appointment with the king. And everything will be laid bare there. But I believe because the Bible says, and we sang about it, where sin grew in, his grace grew deeper. So we ask him to free. When we miss it, and we do, everybody, pastors too. I mean, we miss it. You know what? We've, we've grown in that. We don't miss it like what we used to five years ago. Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> You're always growing, praise Jesus, (laughs) if you have an ear to hear. But you always talk with him. You know, his his grace runs deeper. And so what we do is when the Holy Spirit catches us, I mean, he'll tweak your heart. That was wrong. Oh, you sounded a little rough. Oh, you forgot that. You just simply say, and you've got to have your heart right. You just can't just blow things off. Lord, I, I'm asking you to forgive me, Lord. Thank you for bringing these to my attention. I'm asking now, Lord, for your strength and your power, your insight and your wisdom, so I don't repeat these things. Forgive me, Lord, in Jesus' name. He throws that in the sea of forgetfulness. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, look, I grew up in the 60s, so. <sighs> he throws it in the sea of forgetfulness. You know, we when we have appointments, you know, we, we have, let's say a wedding. You want everything right, don't you? you? You do a lot of detail work. You, you, you think about your retirement. You know, you celebrate a graduation from college, you know, a birth of a baby, grandchild. You, you really think these things out and prepare for them. And that's all well and good. But what we don't do is prepare for that greatest moment. But we can. We can because we're still alive. (laughs) We have forgiveness of our sins and now we're on a different road. You're on a different road. And it's a narrow road. Amen. We all know that. But when we stand before our king, what he really wants to do, he really wants to bless you and reward you. This is Jesus. This is the Father's idea. He wants to reward you for everything you've done in faith, in love, and obedience. Every little thing, even things you don't even know about. It might be a, a smile passing by somebody who's having a horrible day. Just a simple smile can do it. Listen, He's a rewarder. That's it. Let's go to that scripture. Hebrews eleven six. 6. You know, he, the Bible is full of understanding where it's, it's, he wants to reward you. There's over 50 passages in the New Testament where he wants to reward, reward, reward. It wasn't a secondary thing. It was very important to Christ. And these are eternal rewards. Eternal rewards. They're not to be mixed up with answered prayers and and blessings here. But when we get these blessings here, it's important for us to give him thanks and praise. Don't overlook the little things. You walk by some flowers that look good, tell him thank you. Do you know what you're doing when you do that? You're practicing the presence of God. And that's what we want to do because we want this relationship with him. We don't want to be dull in hearing, do we? No, my God, we don't want to be dull in hearing. Because if we're dull in hearing, it's possible that you could lose your life. Amen? Let me get to that scripture. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody there? He's a rewarder hallelujah, he's a rewarder. He who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. And when you diligently seek him and you have your heart open and right, you're going to be in his presence. That anointing he has for your life You'll recognize. And believe me, you want to be under the anointing. You want that anointing to manifest through you. It's pretty awesome. And that's just simply the presence of God. And you have the presence of God in you if you are a Christian. Jesus is in you. He he is a rewarder. And we're going to stand before him. And in his kingdom, he wants to reward us. His kingdom is coming here. Amen? Amen. Look at this right here. Romans 14.10. I'm going to go real quick through these things. I'll wait till you get there. I'm going to take a little sip. Romans 14.10. I'll wait for you. It's important to, to know where you're going in the Bible. Very important. We, we said that there is a false kingdom coming here for the Antichrist. Amen? And if you just rely on an electronic Bible, they could shut that off. They could stop all the communications. They Just think of what we do without electricity. Think of what you do without that kind of communication. So you need a, a book <laughs> with pages. <laughs> and you need to know your way around this. My sister called me yesterday. Her son is uh, a, he, he's going to be a medic for Army Rangers. Now, that's tough stuff. It's like SEAL Team 6. We're on the Army Division, and he's a medic. Somehow he got a communication to her and said, We're in the swamp. We're sleep-deprived. I don't know if I can keep going. You know, what the first thing I did? I said, hey, go to Psalm 18. Read Psalm 18. And then Romans 8, 11. It, if the Spirit of Christ dwells in you, he'll quicken your morty body. That's verse 11 in Romans. But if I didn't know anything, I would be saying, oh, I hope he doesn't quit. What kind of help is that? Well you read Psalm eighteen, write that down or put your bookmarker right in there. And you're gonna use that. You personalize that. That's he's talking about me. He's talking about me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need this Lord, yeah, yeah. And the Spirit of God dwells in you, so if you apply your faith to that, it happens. I didn't say you're gonna feel something. Faith. Faith. Lord, yeah, I see that. Awesome. And carry on. Look at this. Romans 14.10. For we shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. This is the most important appointment that we will ever have. And just as you would prepare for a wedding, just as you would prepare for a birthday or a birth of a child, how about if we prepare for this? Because it's coming. It is coming. Look at this next, First Corinthians 3, chapter 3. We're going to go verse 8 through 15. Or 9 through 15, I think. Well, it's right there, anyhow. Follow along with me. (laughs) Who doesn't love those pages, turning? Each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. No family plan. No other foundation can be laid except which was laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will be revealed by fire. If anyone's work in which he has built on it endures, he'll receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he'll suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet through fire. This is called the judgment seat of Christ. We're all going to be there. We're all going to be there. And, you know, in Revelation, it says that Jesus' eyes were like fire. Let's prepare for that moment that day. Amen? Verse 8, each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Yeah, we're going to be there by ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it can be frightening and it should be frightening. But we have some opportunities before us to build gold, silver, precious jewels. Don't we? I don't want us to have, I mean, not just me. It's, it's Pastor Mamie. It's Pastor Ben. And it's the core team here. We want you to be fully rewarded. That's why we teach the word of God so that it penetrates and gets into your heart. And it starts to grow so that you automatically, listen, your works aren't going to save you. Let's get that right. But if Jesus Christ is Lord, if you're following Jesus Christ, there's going to be a difference in your life. Automatic. You know, this is why you've got to release hurts and stuff like that, because if you don't, then you're following the wrong man. No, no. It's Jesus that I'm following. And because you have been born anew, born anew, your spirit is entwined with God. Therefore, it will be automatic for you to do good works. It's just your new nature. It's who you are. That's why this church gives everybody opportunity to do something. And we want you to. We want you to because if I'm telling you you got to get rewarded for doing things and I don't give you an opportunity to do anything, that's dumb. (laughs) That's dumb. And we put it at everybody's feet. Boom. Verse 11, no other foundation can anyone lay than that which was laid, Jesus Christ. Too many people, too many Christians have their footing on the wrong foundation. God put us on earth for one reason to seek after Him, to know Him. And when you really know Him, you get personal, like we talked about earlier, you're inviting Him in, you're talking to Him throughout the day. You know what you're doing? You're laying a foundation. This foundation cannot be moved. And whatever the Bible says is going to happen. This world is going to go crazy, but you and I, you know, we can stand. The Bible says, having done all to stand, stand. In Philippians, it says, don't be, I can't remember exactly, but I'll just paraphrase, Steve Ogle paraphrase. Don't be all upset by your enemies, And that means their stuff kind of bounces off of you. The Bible declares that that is a warning of their destruction. But if we run cowardly and afraid, oh, (laughs) that's not standing in Christ because he's overcome the world. And here's the key. We've got to understand, if we die absent from the body present with the Lord. (laughs) <laughs> Get out of jail free. <laughs> That's right. The price, the price has been paid. Glory to God. In Book of Revelations, it says, in, I think it's chapter eleven. It says they overcame him. Who is him? The Antichrist and all his followers. Yes. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life even to death. You've got to add that part because that's the victory. Yeah. There's no resurrection without a death. Can I hear an amen? Death has no hold on us. No fear. The Bible says, oh, death, where's your sting? I'm up in heaven. Didn't hurt me a bit. <laughs> We've got to understand this world is not all there is. And the older you get, the more you know it. <laughs> Glory to God. Our future is incredible. It's, it's beyond all we could ask or think. And that's why... Anybody who has gone to heaven and come back is really mad. (laughs) Really mad. (laughs) There's a guy that was in Washington, the state of Washington, that did go and came back. And you know, the state of Washington is just remarkable. The mountains and everything there, I have not seen it, but Pastor Mamie's been in Washington, and I've seen... Hunting shows with, <laughs> with them in Washington, and the guy came back and he says he was utterly depressed for three months because he was he saw what is available, and as beautiful as the state of Washington is with the mountains, the ocean, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, he was depressed because he was in heaven (laughs) he's the alpha and the omega i'm telling you he's the beginning and the end we're in him we're in him if we just put that in our minds that i am in christ and he is in me it drops down to our spirit and strengthens us to a place that i don't care what happens i know where i'm going let me talk to you about jesus Next time you go into the stores, be smiling, be happy. Why are you happy? My sins are forgiven. (laughs) Yours can be too. Yours can be too. Uh, (laughs) You know what that would do. (laughs) You know, Jesus Jesus is holding the keys, folks. Look at verse 12. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, and straw, his work will be shown for what it is. Mm-hmm. It, listen, it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test the quality of each man's work. Alone, we're going to stand in front of him. I can't go and say, well, Mamie did this, and can I? The answer is no. Well, my mom did, uh, well, my dad was too, but each man's work will be revealed by fire. See, he's going to test the heart motive. The heart motive. See, that's why he said uh, he wants to prepare your heart for that day, the most important day of our life. The most important day of our life. And he is so kind, he's letting us prepare for it. It is mercy. And what we have to do is operate and start to think in the mind of the spirit. Because the mind of the flesh will be this. You know, that's inconvenient for you. You certainly don't have time for that. You know your show's on. (laughs) Andy Mayberry. (laughs) Gunsmoke. Matt Dillon's coming. Festus is going to tell you. <laughs> We're going to stand by ourselves, and his eyes are going to be like fire. And he's going to test everything. All our motives will be bare. And that's you know, it's important to ask him this because if he's going to do that, he you need to say you need to do this. He's with you. He's talking to you. you want that relationship with him, Lord? I want my motives to be right in this have you ever thought of asking about that Lord I want my motives right in this can you rewire me Lord help me with this reveal the perfect way to do it Lord see this is how you do this is how you invite him in because now you've just opened your heart issues with him what's that song uh, open up the doors of my own soul and open up my heart you see, this is where we invite him in. This is where we call on him in every struggle, everything that we have to do. Just call on him. Lord, I'm asking you to reveal this to me. He is faithful. He is faithful. Now, if it's a computer issue, he says, call Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I promised Ben I'm going to learn (laughs) 14 years ago. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If anyone's work, which he built on, Jesus is the foundation we're building on. Amen? Amen. We're being conformed to his image. So that means our heart issues are going to line up with him if we ask him for help. Those things will endure and he will receive a reward. Thank you, you, Jesus is right. Again, you don't earn salvation. It's a free gift. That's when you call on Jesus, you surrender your life to him. Uh, I'm not going to get this done. (laughs) I don't even think I know where I am at my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I write so many words down. (laughs) Listen, God loves us. He loves us. A stunning, I mean, stunning scripture in the Bible says that he loves us just like he loves Jesus. That can make you cry. Uh, Having a hard time recognizing the love of God, A lot of people do. A lot of people do. See, ask. There you go. Don't sit in that mull around in it. Jesus, I can't't. Can't Who are you following there? No, we're following Jesus. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. God is love, and I'm just asking you to reveal yourself to me. If you're a Christian, Jesus is the way to the Father, the only way to the Father. You want the Holy Ghost to come inside you. You need to yield yourself to Jesus Christ and the finished work of what he's done. Then the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in you. Then there's a subsequent event called the baptism of the Holy Spirit where you actually ask him to come upon you. And the prayer team will help you with that. Jesus wants us to bear fruit. And that relationship is key. Inviting, talking. I'm troubled here. Father, I don't seem to sense your love for me. Can you help me with that? He'll embrace you. God's not afraid of your problems. No. <laughs> He's not afraid of your trouble. He is much bigger than that and that's why in those times you build the relationship. Come a winds of testing. We want to run away. Don't we? It's the first thing we want to do. I got to get. James says, count it all joy. Because Jesus wants to deliver you in your way, your walking, in a very personal way. Because he loves you. He loves you. He's refining us, folks. We're in a time that's close to his return. And if there's anybody in here that isn't born again and wants to be born again, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's the one who ransomed anybody who calls on his name. Anybody. And today is the day of salvation. I've heard it said, if I go to church, the roof will fall down on me. <laughs> it is pride. It is glorifying your sin above the blood of Jesus Christ. See how it works at times? We think we're doing something, and but no. We're kind of just doing it just the opposite. Jesus is the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And he wants you. So desperately, he was nailed to a cross. He was tortured. The Bible declares he didn't even look human on that cross. And he did it for you. He did it for me. Is there anyone in here that wants to be saved? I don't know why you wouldn't want to be saved. Just simply raise your hand and we'll all pray. Oh, yes. Thanks, prayer team, uh, music team. See, I need Mamie up here to help me with these things. (laughs) Because I probably didn't even get three-quarters of my notes done. But God wants to reward you. Anyone at all, give me me your heart. Jesus is saying, give me your heart. I'll deliver you. I'm going to set you free. And your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. And he has an incredible future for you. You're going to have trouble here. Yeah, of course. We'll have trouble here. But after this, pure joy. Pure joy. Anyone at all, you at home, you heard the truth today. Jesus is the foundation, the only foundation you can build on. Your works aren't going to save you. I'm good. Well, you're comparing yourself to yourself. Your good to God is filthy rags. That's why you need to be born again. you guys need to be in this place you just can't just watch it on TV you need the fellowship of other believers especially to get through the coming times you need people you can trust Jesus cares about us so much that he's told us that he wants us To bear fruit. And when we bear fruit, He's going to reward us. Remember what He said? I said, Help me with my motives, Lord. Get this straight for me. You got to invite Him in. You got to build that relationship. And when you build that relationship, Jesus becomes very real to you. The Holy Spirit reminds you Oh, you're halfway down the steps. Oh, you forgot that. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I do that quite often. (laughs) since no one raised their hand but if you should have you shouldn't be embarrassed we all did it Hey, I didn't care what anybody said I was a sinner and I wanted to be free are you kidding me? this is your life this is your life Heavenly Father I ask that you would just help us help us First of all, help us to invite you in on the things that we do daily. Let us give you glory and honor when things go good. Or we see something delightful. We want to abide in you, Lord. Because that's the only safe place. I ask that you would do a work in all that are here. Sensitize us to your spirit and your leading. In Jesus' name, amen.